Yes, let's get into it. Consistency, consistency is the key to success. My name is Anna K. Hutchinson, and you're listening to For Change People. Let's chat, let's laugh, because it's your time to start choosing you. You're listening to Four Change People podcast, the show that shows you how to start choosing you. Today, I am joined by Myra Patel. Correct. <laughs> and I am so excited to have you join the podcast today. How are you doing? Thank you so much. It's a very nice evening and a lovely summer day. So I'm excited about your podcast. Yes, I am excited too, because we're going to get into um, some de-stress um, therapy, exercise. And I think a lot of us, we want that right now, because after a year that we had in 2020 and, you know, so much going on still in 2021, you know, we need to de-stress and we need to just breathe and relax and, you know, get back to our earth, <laughs> use what we have been given, right? And mm-hmm. enjoy what we have here on earth. So we're going to go into that. But before we go in, I'm going to ask Mara to just share a little bit about her. Um, share your background with us. Well, um, basically, I immigrated to Canada around uh, 2008. And Before that, I was in the Middle East uh, before moving from India. I have a marketing and customer service background, but I was always a very curious person. And I like to read a lot about holistic stuff and practice on myself and my kids and my family. And I eventually found that it's uh, very, I'm good at this. I like to offer solutions to my friends. And now I've started up my own uh, company, Mira Om where I give uh, consultations, courses, herbal teas. I combine Ayurveda, Reiki, and yoga therapy to actually bring back balance to the body. Mm-hmm. And the body in the Eastern system means mind, body, and spirit as well. Yes, that is awesome. And we're going to get into more along um, <laughs> throughout the podcast episode But before we get into the rest of the episode for today, I want to do a little fun, um, quick game (laughs) for Myra. And it's going to be for a minute. So we're going to see how many questions she can answer in a minute. All right. Okay. (laughs) I didn't know I was going to be tested before I start the interview. (laughs) Okay, let's go. It's going to happen, right? All right. So we have to go really quick. Ready? Mm-hmm. What's at the top of your bucket list? I would like to go for a Waska retreat. And I want to do more courses in Ayurveda. And uh, what else? I can't think of anything else. <laughs> Maybe just go for a very, very nice long holiday after the COVID is all over. Okay. And who's your biggest inspiration? A lot of them, like uh, I would say, one of them is Edgar Casey. actually. He was an American psychic 
and he would go in a trance and he would ask him any information so him and uh, all the people regu- buddha gandhi nice <laughs> and what is one food you wouldn't want to give up indian chai oh i don't know what that is but you're going to tell us more about it soon what are the two words to describe yourself <laughs> myself is curiosity and uh experimentation oh time 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 okay nice <laughs> so curiosity and experimentation you know what i am curious too i like to find things dig through things and you actually went through what four questions so yay that's good thank you <laughs> nice woo all right so yeah so why curiosity why did you choose curiosity as one of the- i have always been like that that's my nature when i was a young child my father would take me to the library my favorite part was reading all those books why is the sky so high why is the welcomes like this why why is this water blue this was uh, my childhood uh, books and uh, i'm always curious if there's some issue in i will always start googling googling google is my best friend i don't know how i lived with it without it before it would even existed <laughs> but yeah google and i mean if you leave me in an island i would prefer to have google on it it's not anything else <laughs> i feel like every single person you know has google as their best friend so it's not just it you <laughs> that's true that's true <laughs> and it's very difficult i find it very difficult to switch off my mind especially at night i'm always thinking oh what's the answer to this what's the answer to this and i wish it would stop you know because no once it starts it doesn't stop <laughs> exactly or when something just an idea just pop into your head when you're yes. like i don't know where you're like wait i'm chill exactly. i'm relaxed right now exactly <laughs> and oh i wish God. sometimes the ideas would do, you know just take a break and not bother me so much <laughs> exactly yep i've had those moments where sometimes i'm just relaxing and i'm just like ooh wait that's a good idea but then i'm like ooh let me grab a pen or a pencil and write that down before i forget <laughs> exactly and it's usually when i'm showering or driving when you can't even write it down <laughs> yes every time when i'm driving that happens yes all right so we are going to go into the topic for today which is emotional distress the best way forward and the first question that i'm going to throw at you is how has mother nature played an influence in how we remain stress free so what first we must understand that everything that exists in everything that we see or perceive or feel tangible or intangible is produced by mother nature including us yeah. and we have to understand the laws of mother nature to stay in balance and that is what basically the ayurveda and all the eastern systems that have come out of india is really the study of mother nature and the other source of information is all the science that has come out in the western world but their source has not been mother nature it is uh, their source was man's curiosity but the source of uh, all the indian traditions especially that came from the vedas is nature the way it is and and they have extracted the laws which operate and that's why they are they're evergreen i mean uh, it's the 21st century and they still work 
because it's not a theory that comes in and goes out that has to be proved and disproved. Exactly. Our nature has produced a way to stay in balance. You follow that. Or if you don't follow it, you automatically move into imbalance. It doesn't matter, physical, mental, emotional. It's all the same, uh, uh, the same systems. Yeah, it is. It's the same system. And how often should we take a walk? You know, it's important for us to de-stress. But how often would you say it's for us to take a walk? See, it doesn't matter how much. But nature, as you know, is outside. So... Mm -hmm. The best uh, remedy is nature and taking a walk is when you connect with the nature. So it doesn't matter, like it can, it varies from season to what's the weather like and even your constitution. Yeah. But always mother nature is always calming and supportive, especially when there's no storm or things like that. But you, it never fails to relax you. Yeah. So every person should connect with Mother Nature and walk outside as much as possible. And it should nice. be a lifestyle for yeah. all communities. It is. It, and it, it relaxes your body. I mean, if you realize that you work in an office space or you work in a exactly. tight, you know, a clo I mean, a tight, <laughs> close um, space, and then you walk outside for that short five minutes, two minutes, and you realize how much your body just relaxes or you feel like exactly. yeah and that's because you're getting into the rhythm uh you get the oxygen you get you hear the the leaves rustling the birds and they're very rhythmic and mm -hmm. you you immediately tune into that yeah you know and when you tune into that uh, rhythm you start relaxing because the rhythm inside the office is not mm -hmm. designed to relax you <laughs> it's not it's actually a stressful place <laughs> most most closed places unless it's a home or a yoga studio and you can feel the difference in the energy you know as soon as you enter a space you know it's a calming space or an energizing space or a stressful space so yes every space has its energy it does it does because i mean you know we experience that every single day just leaving work there's a difference <laughs> Mm, correct. And walking in, there's a difference. <laughs> um, do you recommend that we exercise outdoor rather than indoor? No, there is no such rule like that because the key exercise which emerged from India is yoga. And yoga is, you can do it anywhere, outside, inside. It, it takes very little space. It, you just need a mat. And you can do it in the morning, afternoon, evening. R yoga has a rhythm. Mm -hmm. And tuning into that rhythm is important. Of course, it would not be nice to do yoga in a toxic place where there's, uh, you know, chemicals or stuff. You need to have a clean environment. Yeah. But, uh, of course, doing yoga outside will uh, make the fresh air available. But then yoga does have the power to balance you. Yeah. So if you can't do it outside, you can always do it in, inside. And both are fine. Yeah. So there's no factor affecting both inside and outside. You can do it. It's you... not the factor. It's the rhythm, mm -hmm. which is the most important factor. So if you do yoga without rhythm, it's just an exercise. Yeah. 
it's just like going to the gym. But if you do yoga properly with rhythm and mindfulness, that's when when you're going deep into yoga. Mm -hmm. Nice. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I mean, the question pretty much relate to, you know, being intact with or surrounding and many people might think, okay, maybe if I exercise outside more, it will be, you know, more helpful. But it, it there's no factor with if you're outside or inside. It's just that, you know, it, it's helpful to go outside and, you know, in our natural environment every now and then to get that. Yeah. Well, they're two different things because yoga is a movement, you're moving your body, and you're using the, the body rhythm of movement to balance yourself, right? Which is doesn't matter if you do it inside, outside. But nature is different because nature is the producer of all the calming stuff, whether it's green grass or leaves or oxygen or uh, the, the water running through the park. or These are very tranquilizing and calming elements. So there are two different things. But you can walk in nature. You can sit in nature. But nature by itself is calming. Yes, it is. You may is. do any activities there. You may even have a picnic. So even that would be actually de-stressing. Yeah. But it's All very right. important to connect with nature <laughs> because nature is like a nutrition. Mm -hmm. Just like you need your water every day or your food every day, you do need nature in whatever form. Yeah, yeah that's true. So we're going to go into a breathing exercise. So you want to lead us into it? <laughs> Yeah, so um, I'll be doing two, right? Yeah. Or one? You can okay. do, we could do two, yeah. Okay, so this is a very simple exercise to actually, nowadays everybody is stressed. And before you do anything, you wanna sleep or you wanna meditate or even to speak uh, outside or do your work better, you can do this exercise uh, regularly. And I will explain why it is uh, calming. The first one is called Shashank Asana, and you sit in, uh, you sit on your knees, um, just in a simple way. I mean, if you can't see the whole body, I've sent a picture. Okay. And you just go up and down, and you breathe with it, like you breathe like this. Inhale, and then you exhale while going down. So it's uh, once again, inhale, exhale, touch down. And then again, inhale and up. So you're just breathing gently and doing it very slowly. What happens if you do this regularly? It stretches your spine nice. and separates the vertebras. And it, it reduces uh, stress. It calms your nervous system. Because the nervous system is running through the spine, when you're tense, your spine also gets tense. So this is one way of stretching and releasing your um, your your spinal cord and the other exercise is even better than this because it's called nadi shodhana and it is called alternative uh, nostril breathing which you can do anywhere in the uh, in your bed or uh, sitting on a sofa except you shouldn't do it after eating or um, you should be uh, like just after workout, not like that. It's just like you can get up in the morning, brush and everything and do your, this exercise for five, 10 minutes. And in the evening also, so you just, you take your hand and you put two fingers here on your forehead, 
and the, this thumb on your right nostril and this one on your left and this one is hanging down and then you close your right nostril am i doing it right <laughs> i'll i'll be going through with you again okay so then you close your night right nostril and you first prepare your breath for two weeks by just breathing in with the left and releasing from the left and then we'll switch so this prepares your system and you just go five times slowly so i did two breaths here now i'll close my left nostril and i can see that i've released my right nostril again i'll do that see preparing your nostrils and your system but once your two weeks have passed, you can you can now advance to the next one where it's actually the um, alternate breathing. So once again, I'll, I'll close my right nostril and I'm gonna start with the left one. So I'm gonna breathe on the count of three and I'm gonna do, it's OM1, OM2, OM3, then I'll hold and then I'll release OM1, OM2, OM3. So I'll just do that first. I inhale with the right. This is one round. Okay. And this one actually produces, it increases the supply of oxygen in your brain. Mm -hmm. And it also helps to expel carbon dioxide better. It makes your brain more efficient. It makes you tranquil. It makes you, helps you uh, concentrate better. All mental workers, students, office workers should regularly use this. It's kind of balances the over, over mental usage. It calms you, it reduces your anger. All these two exercises between the two of them, they will reduce your stress, they will reduce your agitation, and they will reduce your anger. Nice. So let, do you want to try it? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Close your right nostril, breathe in from your left. One, two, three, hold. Close your left nostril, breathe out from your right. <laughs> yes. And then breathe out from the right. One, two, three. And now breathe in from your right. One, two, three. Hold. Now breathe out from your left. One, two, three. Once more, breathe in from your left. Hold, breathe out from your right, breathe in from your right, hold, breathe out from your left. This completes one round. That feels good. But you see how relaxing it is? It is relaxing. Anybody who does this every day for five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the evening, within uh, <clears throat> several weeks, they will notice that they have actually dropped their stress levels. Mm. Nice. Yeah. So with the left and the right. So they have to hold. So when they're breathing out, they remove from the right and breathe out through the left and then yes. the other way around. Okay. But we don't need to press too hard. We just want to do it very gently. There's no forceful breathing. You're not working too hard. It's just a very slow, natural breathing. So the purpose of this breathing is to bring rhythm back to your body because we have the left side and the right side. And one side might... Uh, be more overworked than the other side. So doing this breathing brings the both into balance. And when they're in balance, then your body and your mind both feel balanced as well. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I like that. All right. So we're going to get back into some more questions for you. 
<laughs> right. How does the body constitute and how does it relate to stress? So as I said, we have the left and right side. Actually, one is the, there are five elements, uh, space, um, air, fire, water, earth. This is how we are composed of. That's what Mother Nature uses to make everything in the universe. And the two sides are fire and water, like male and female. So sun is fire and moon is water day is fire and night is water so when these two are in balance they're opposite right yeah so when you're breathing you breathe out that's fire when you release it's water mm -hmm. so they both work together like a car brake and accelerator now if you only have the brake the car won't move or if you have only acceleration the car won't stop so stress is always accelerating and not stopping. Yeah. And break is depression, is that you're unable to move, you're not motivated, you're lethargic, you're, you know, you know, you don't have enough fire. So stress is either of these two are in in imbalance. And and a, and a non-stressed uh, state is when these two are in balance. Mm -hmm. So your body has to be in balance through your digestive system, your mind has to be in balance through mindful activities and sleeping properly and once the mind and body are in balance then your spirit also starts uh, becoming more balanced that is good that is good right there all right and how does lifestyle deals with stress how does our lifestyle constitute so, stress? so you have uh, each of us have only two choices either to be in balance or imbalance but most of the people are in balance because of the way we treat our body the fast lifestyle we have too much internet too much tv too much moving around junk food not enough exercise so all of this will if you had a perfect lifestyle you would always be in balance once you are in imbalance you will start getting disorders you will gain weight or lose excessive weight, you'll have burnout, you'll have stress, you'll have diseases, you'll have high blood pressure, you'll have diabetes, you'll have uh, heart issues and depression or mental issues. This is all signs of imbalance. Imbalance, yeah. And how so lifestyle. Go ahead. So we can use lifestyle as a tool to bring back balance. So if you've got excessive weight, you need to bring, you tone down your diet. Yeah. But also, if you have anger, you need to have more cooling foods. Or if you have acid reflux, you need more cooling foods. So the diet will matter. Again, if you're burnt out and having stress in office and you're working excessively and watching media excessively, you will not be able to relax. Not be able to so relax. cutting back and sleeping on time is one way to bring back balance. So this is what I mean by lifestyle. Nice. And um, we talked about rhythm earlier and how it's very good with, you know, yoga and extra, you know, like exercising in general, we need that rhythm. So um, what are the rhythm of natures that are important to us? So the rhythm of nature is that the moon and sun or the fire and water element should be in balance, right? So if you're breathing in a proper manner, then your rhythm is okay. If you are breathing short or agitated, 
in, in during when your emotions are agitated, your breathing becomes short. So that is now imbalanced rhythm, right? If you are too slow or your there's a rhythm inside the body, the circulation system of the body, right? There's uh, blood always circulating inside your body. The lymph uh, is also circulating. So if you're too slow and sluggish, it's not going to be moving. Then it affects your elimination system. So this is rhythm. So if it's too slow, you have to jack it up, right? Like people who are depressed, overweight, or just procrastinating, they need a, a push to invigorate themselves. But people who are overworked, yeah. people who are exercising too much, they need the opposite. They need to cut back and relax. Yes, they need so to. So the rhythm is too much or too little, but there is a middle zone, which is perfect for everyone, actually. I like that. I like the mid middle zone that is perfect for everyone that we can, you know, find that zone for our own selves and work towards it. So exactly. we're going to get into, cause I know you have uh, a quiz that we can take, right? Yes. Correct. Talk about that to, to help us to understand what we can go through. Yeah. So basically Ayurveda works with three basic constitutions, which is the, uh, um, they are formed from the five elements, as I explained to you. So there are three constitutions. The first one is Vata. They are more light. They're made of, they have an excess of space and air. So they're usually very thin people. They're very fidgety. They are uh, very, uh, actually curiosity is one of the uh, hallmarks of people who are Vata. Yeah. So they're very, uh, they're quick. They're very quick, but they also uh, deplete very quickly. Yeah. So they are the ones who should not do excessive exercise at all. Mm -hmm. So when you go through the quiz, we can find out through your habits, your body constitution, the size of your body, the way your eyes and hair and teeth and everything is that how much of what you have in your body. Now, the next one is the Pitta ones. They are made of fire and water. They're the ones who are go, go, go. They like to be leaders. They want to go to the, they want to succeed. They want to be at the top of their class. They are the firemen, the, mm -hmm. the policemen, because they're action. But they're also the ones who would all easily get burnt out because they're over, over pushing. And then you have the third one, which is Kapha, which is made of water and earth. Now, these people are very loyal and steady but, and slow, but they're very firm. You know, they're, they're supportive of the community. Mm -hmm. So, but they are easily susceptible to overweight, to, to depression, to diabetes, because they're, they have a, a lot of these forces, earth and water within them. So they need to jack it up, you know, but we're all a combination of these three. So we might not be a pure Vata or a pure Kapha or a pure Pitta, but we have uh, some major influences. And what happens is that you use the quiz, to find out where is your uh, original constitution and how much you have moved away from it, how much imbalance you have. And then you use lifestyle to bring back your balance. So that is the reason the quiz is used. Nice. And then we can find the quiz on your website, right? Correct. Yes. So, it is under free stuff. Yes. And I will also put a link to the quiz on the description. So if you want to take that quiz, then you will have the choice to do that. So also go into what healing has to do with 
you know, being de-stressed because many times when we're going through our own, you know, personal issues, um, how does, you know, the de-stress part of it, you know, help us to get over that issue and heal us from whatever major problems we're going through? So stress is actually, you have uh, subjected your body or emotions to more pressure than you can handle, right? So if you're lifting a weight, there is some weights you can comfortably lift. Now you keep increasing the weight, you can still with extra effort do that. But there will come a point where you cannot lift the weight and that creates stress on your body. Now, if you do excessive stress, you can even break your bones or something like that, right? So there is a point where the body cannot cope. And when you cross that point, it's stress. And when it's excessive and chronic, the wear and tear on your body and emotions is very high. So if you're always living in an angry atmosphere, you're always angry from inside, you're always worried. So you're always in a chronic state of agitation. And then it's hard for you to relax when you are when you are not feeling anger, worry, depression, what are you feeling? I feel anything. Then what are you feeling? <laughs> exactly. And that is balance, actually. Mm -hmm. It's not normal to always be agitated yeah. unless you're always in a stressful environment. That's true. Yeah. So you have to, sometimes you can change the outside environment to suit you, but sometimes you cannot. Then you have to change things inside you so that you can cope better with the outside. Because feelings are inside us. It's true the stimulation might come out from outside, the triggers may come out from outside, but the feelings are carried inside us. Anger, worry, stress, depression, irritability, these are carried inside us. Mm -hmm. And there are ways to change the environment inside us, yes. the emotional environment. So we so that's, that's also part of lifestyle therapy, yes. So we first have to learn how to deal with what's going on, find a balance before we can be start the, the healing process. So, so first of all, you need to know how much you are out of balance mm -hmm. and where you are out of balance. Is it more mental? Is it more physical? Is it a combination? And once you found that, then you can find the various steps to tailor tailor and customize your healing process mm -hmm. or lifestyle process. And if you have a good lifestyle, you will eventually start reducing the gap between balance and imbalance. And it will make you feel emotionally better. It will make your body feel better. It will make your mind feel better. Much better. It's not an easy thing to do, yeah. but it is the best way to keep the balance. Nice. So. Definitely take that quiz so you can find your balance, find if you're off or if you need to get back in balance so that you can, you know, start your healing process. You know, it, the year itself has just started. Well, we're in what the, we're in May, the fifth month of the year, but so many things happened last year that many of us have not started a healing process over or we haven't grasped the whole 2020 <laughs> as yet exactly. we haven't so if you're going through you know a hard time 
and you're trying to, you know, get to that healing stage, find where you need to find that balance, where you need to find, you know, some, you know, comfort healing, um, take the quiz and, and learn what you need to do. So um, do you have, did you have one more breathing exercise for us? Or was it like another exercise? Um, there is one more, actually, if you want to do it there, it's called Brahmi. It's Brahmi means uh, the noise of the bee. It's also very relaxing for the skull. And you can just uh, close your ears and all your, uh, everything, like close your nose and everything, your eyes. And then you do a humming sound, you know. So you, your lips are a little loose and you make a humming sound and it's very relaxing the whole brain. It's very nice to do this and uh, alternate nostril breathing at night just before you sleep. And it uh, distresses, it just relaxes your head space and helps you sleep better. If you have, a lot of people have difficulty sleeping just because they're anxious or agitated or stressed or uh, just, just have bad sleeping habits or they've been stimulated with coffee or too much TV. And they yeah. find it hard to sleep. Do it. But if you do the, if you did it with synergy and a lot of things like herbs and lifestyle, then of course it would be much more powerful. But even a regular practice of these two um, breathing techniques will make a difference. You know, it's everything is plus plus. You know, so if you just do this, it's good. But if you add on to it, it's even better. It's even better. Yes, I love this one actually. <laughs> the other... <laughs> it's fun actually. Yes. Um, the it other exercise was a little harder with the nose. I was just like, okay. But this yeah. one, actually, I was just like, okay, we could keep doing this one. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's actually very It uh, is cool. fun. So before we go, share something, um, you know, one thing you want to share with us before we go. Um, anything you have coming up, any courses you have coming up that someone could join, be a part of, um, you can go ahead and share that. Okay, so um, I do consultations online. So anybody who wants to find out about how much, where they're imbalanced and how to bring back their um, yeah. through lifestyle, it, it, emotional de-stress, it's called. So you can make your life a little bit more comfortable for you. And also there's an online course. Uh, it's uh, on my website. It's called De-Stress Course. It's just, it's a seven challenge. It teaches you some of the tools to de-stress and then it gives you a challenge to, to do over seven days. And after the seven days, you should be able to have a good hang on able to de-stress. And you can do that anytime. I was hoping when the COVID is over, I'll start some cooking classes and everything. But uh, in the meantime, I'm there yeah. online. And I have my podcast as well, where I put up a lot of uh, content to explain everything around body, mind and spiritual stuff, you know, it's called Zen Time with Goddess of Healing. So definitely go find her. She's everywhere. <laughs> you listen to the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and um, I did, I enjoy this. I'm relaxed right now. Really? I feel so relaxed right now. So thank you so much for sharing 
and for coming on because guess what? We all need to de-stress. <laughs> we all need to relax. And this exactly. is the best way to do it. So if you want to de-stress or if you want to find out, you know, what you need to do, definitely Myra is here and she's here to help you. So thank you so thank much you for so being much. a part of For Change People. Thank you for having me. Go for it now because the future is promised to no one. You have just listened to a weekly episode of For Change Be Bold podcast. You can keep the conversation going by following us on our Instagram page and or Facebook page at For Change Be Bold podcast. And until next week, have a wonderful Friday.